What's up, buddy? Oh, you know, just enjoying this natural light. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> we got a beer. Good people at Natural Light really make a beer. They do indeed. <laughs> Generously referred to as a beer. Yes. But we have a tasty beer here to try. Oh, yeah? What's that? Four Seasons Brewing Company's La Trobe Lager. So that's a local brewery. Never heard of. You ever had Four Seasons before? Uh, n- I have not. My... Uh... My friend, who we'll get to in a second, says he uh, he goes on a run past the brewery, stops, drinks like two beers, and then runs the two miles back from that to his house. That would be the only way I could get it in exercising. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to be drunk if I'm going to be exercising. Come true. on. Hey, we all need a little motivation. That's true. Can't be all stick. You need some carrot in there. <laughs> all right, let me give it a try. really good there this is the signature lager i guess of four seasons and they describe it as light crisp and mellow and it's definitely that for being like a lager i think from yeah. a lot of people that connotes to them like uh hardiness or like a depth to the profile yeah, like, kind of like warm malty malty kind of yeah like heavy yeah a little bit heavy like the kind of you feel full after one or two of them here's the but real this question is pretty light and it is how indeed, balanced is it Indeed, it is well balanced. Well balanced. Yeah. Okay. We need to we need to make a chart or something. <laughs> it's a very loose system. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a pass fail type thing. <laughs> this than grading system doesn't actual... have very strict rules to it. Is <laughs> what you're saying? It's not really diagnostic of anything in particular. Ah. It's kind of just off the cuff. Yes. Indeed. I like it or I don't. Exactly. So if I ever say this is just terribly balanced, like <laughs> it's probably not even beer. Ter- this is terribly balanced. What is, what is this? That's uh, it's hot apple cider. Ah, <laughs> there. That's we go. why. Exactly. This is delicious. I like this. Well, we got something exciting to get to today. Yes, Our first do. interview. First ever interview. We're we're moving up, Vinny. We are. Think this is going to be a regular thing for us? Depends on what kind of pool of interesting people we have at our disposal. Right now, it's kind of small, but I think we can. We have some more interviews planned. I was going to say, in that case, this may be our only interview, but that's okay, because <laughs> I think it's going to be a good one. If this is our only interview, then I'm fine with that, because we'll be we'll be batting a thousand. You an outdoorsman? When was the last time you were camping? Oh, man, it's been years. I used to. Like, I was in Boy Scouts and shit. Right. So, you definitely spent a few nights outside. Oh, yeah. Well, you do the, like, week-long sleepaway stuff um, you were with the Scouts? Like, we have, like... You'd go to Boy Scout camp and do merit badges for a week up at Scout camp, but other than that, like during the year, it was mostly just weekends and stuff like that. Plus, you don't do Boy Scouts during the summer. Like, you don't have meetings and stuff during the summer. You only have it during the school year. Oh, okay. Well, basically what I'm asking is, what's the longest hour? Longest I've gone without a shower? Shit, not even that long, because they had showers <laughs> and stuff at Boy Scout camp, so. Indeed, that's Definitely living a couple days. Boy Scout camp. Compared to some hiking experiences, Boy Scout camp sounds like glamping. It pretty much was. There's a there's a mess hall. There's a there's a store called the Trading Post where you could buy candy and shit. Like you were not roughing it in any way, shape, or form. 
one thing I learned from camping a few times this year was weather is everything. Oh, fuck, like, yeah. Like, fucks camping in the summer when it's 100 degrees out. Like, yeah. Just because everyone's more available and, like, you're excited. It's like, let's do something. I know. Let's camp. How about let's not sweat to death in a canvas tomb while well, it's 90 <laughs> degrees out? Like, When you pass ball. out drunk in a tent, it doesn't matter what, what temperature it is. Ball is where it's at. Yeah. And if you're doing like a long like excursion type thing, you got to chase the fall weather. Yes, indeed. Imagine yeah. it's easier down south up here. It gets, obviously it gets colder up here. Quicker. It gets hotter down there. Like if you are off by it, there's nothing worse than when it's like impossibly yeah. hot. That Like I can't sleep if it's like 80 degrees. Like nope. I'm just going to lay just there and lie sweat there and sweat till morning. Like a... <laughs> Yeah, that's I don't know, man. I've been I've been camping a couple times where it's definitely been in the 20s and or, or less less than that yeah. at night and uh that's no picnic either. That's true. But like cold, you just need the right gear. Like if you got a nice sleeping bag, true. it can get pretty fucking cold and you can still hang in there. But there's just no way to deal with it. There's nothing you can do. I remember one year I was uh I didn't go to Boy Scout camp that year, but I was up there visiting my troop on family day because like there's a day where all the families come up and they bring food and and uh, visit for a day. And they were like, "Oh, you should just stay the rest of the week and hang out." And I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I might do that." I had no equipment with me. I just slept on a cot <laughs> with like one blanket, and it was the coldest I've ever been. I thought I was Ooh. gonna fucking die. Oh man, why would they let you do that even? Because your Boy Scouts, fuck it. It's supposed to be tough. That check cleared, and there's like, all right, we got a cop for him. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, I, I didn't pay a dime. I didn't go eat at the mess hall. I just Hung ate out. food at camp and did nothing. Really prepped you for real life. Yeah, it was just squatting from place to place. <laughs> Best foraging. education I've ever gotten. <laughs> really prepares you, and it teaches you how much do I really need, and how much can I really get away with. Mm-hmm. Life lessons. <laughs> yep. What's the coolest? Do you have any cool little pieces of camping gear that you just bought because you wanted a toy as an adult? Um, as an adult, not really. I got like cool little flint spark that like yeah pull those out are the fun. two little tubes and it automatically lights every time. Those are fun, but like unless you buy like a really good like a big magnesium bar, yeah. they're not very effective. No, it's like I said, it's a toy. Like, yeah, this isn't meant to be carried by someone who knows what they're doing into the wilderness and succeed. This is for 30-year-old idiots who it catches your eye. It's like the little yeah, you put it action your... figures at the checkout line for you kids. You put it on your keychain. You're like, shit, if I'm ever like stranded in the woods, this is going to save my life. One. No, it's not. No. Nope. You're going to fucking, they're going to find your body with it clenched in your cold, dead hands. <laughs> they're going to be like, oh, this another idiot bought these fucking flints and didn't know how to use them. Pretty much. That's funny, like, when you check out at the store, there's that little batch of stuff. Yeah. That's for, and there's really a section for everybody. And so you see something, it's like, whoa, that's actually pretty cool. It's like, that's them knowing what kind of idiot (laughs) you are, and that's the stuff they put there to get you for four more dollars. Yep. Uh, Well, what do you say, man? Shall we get into it? Let's get into the interview. I think everyone's going to enjoy it. So next, we got something incredible. The Appalachian National Scenic Trail, 2,190 miles long, passes through 14 states, takes an average of six months to complete, and during it, the gain and loss 
in elevation is equivalent to hiking from sea level to the top of Mount Everest 16 times. Holy shit. With us now are two people who recently did it, Patrick and Tara. Thank you for joining us in our first second official interview. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. So, from April to October, you guys tackled this monster. Yes. You started in West Virginia and then went north to Maine, started over, and then did the southern leg, correct? We didn't start over. We got a ride back to West Virginia. Right. But when you say start over, it's like I screwed up. (laughs) Like my shoes weren't tied for those first thousand miles. Yeah, that doesn't count. (laughs) I know how you feel, man. It happens to the best of us, Patrick. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, so it took five and a half months, and uh, we had to give up. We'll sell off a lot of our stuff and put everything into storage, and yeah. Let your Quit lease. our jobs. Oh, man. That must have felt awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it was well. great, but like, definitely, I gave my work nine months of notice, and they all thought I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good assumption. Yeah, I'd, I literally had to wait until... I had to keep this a secret until about a month beforehand because I was, you know, was in sales. And uh, like I said, on the, business. on the, on the track that got mistakenly not recorded, <laughs> I said, <laughs> your entire life comes down to a report at the end of the month and how much money you're going to make. And it sucks. Yeah. And um, leaving something like that, if you say I'm out, that we got to replace you as soon as we can. This is a numbers business. The job's not waiting for you when you get back. Nope. Definitely not. They did actually hire me back at the same company, but not the same sales job. But uh, I had to keep that quiet and secretly, like, you know. Like living a double life. Die inside. Yeah. So <laughs> wait, like, wait, 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 wait. After all this eat, pray, love, you went back to the sales job? Not to that sales job. No, no, no. Oh, right. Same company. Same company. I, I sold role. truck parts, so I they had, like, a counter clerk job. That I, they just were like, yeah, you can come back. Just you're not going to be an outside salesman. Right. So The timing of all this, too. So you did this from April to October mm-hmm. of 2020. 2019. 2019. Last year. Yeah. Okay. First one I want to ask you about is the White Mountains in New Hampshire. Oh, you man. Remember these? I love <laughs> the White Mountains. So this is the first time you're finally above the tree line. But this is pretty early on for you guys, right? Cause you, yeah, you start yeah. in West Virginia. So this is one of the first things you did? Oh, no. So, like, Pennsylvania – so you go through Maryland first because West Virginia is really only about four miles oh, of the yeah. trail. Right. Um, And then Pennsylvania – By the Maryland, way, West Virginia got ripped off with the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> they really got – they got ripped off. <laughs> anyway, there's a beautiful town that we started in Harper's Ferry. And then you go through Maryland, and it's only 40 miles, and it's gorgeous, gorgeous trail, easy, nice. The way that we did this was to really get the best weather – and to, like, get our legs warmed up before we got into the White Mountains. Good plan. <laughs> because you have to go through Pennsylvania, which they also nickname Rocksylvania. Yeah, I got that here. Um, Are and there mountains in Pennsylvania? What? Are there mountains in Pennsylvania? Uh, small, small ones. Yeah. Oh. They're I, not, like, there's, mountains. There's some decent that. views, um, but they're not quite what you get in Vermont, New Hampshire. Not maybe. quite. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they, they suck compared to New Hampshire. But um, That checks out. So, yeah, you go through, like, all of... New Jersey, New York, and New York's like the deli state, and you could stop and like eat. I mean, yeah, we could go through <laughs> all this, but yeah, it's it definitely gets you ready for New Hampshire and the White Mountains because that didn't come for a couple months after we started. Right. Damn. 
So starting in Pennsylvania, then Rocksylvania, you called it. So the way I'm reading this thing that I looked up is it's the rockiest and one of the hardest parts of the Appalachian Trail and goes on for about 100 miles with rocks just sticking up in every direction. Was that your experience? Um, so I think because the length of the Appalachian Trail changes from year to year because it's so heavily wooded that they have to reroute things. Um, but I think last last I looked, it was 230 miles go through Pennsylvania. Wow. Um, I think maybe 100 miles of rocks. Well, okay. So, yeah, maybe maybe more. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, if you if you imagine um, the most jagged and awkward rocks, <laughs> like, you know, no good way to step on them. There were fields of these. Oh Literally, gosh. you'd walk up onto a ridge, and it wasn't like it was a really big, big mountain. Hmm. It'd be like, okay, we're going up 1,500 feet. Um, but literally at the top of that ridge would just be a jagged field of rocks. And then you're walking through that, busting up your ankles, your knees, everything. Then... You get to a <laughs> jagged field of boulders. <laughs> and like, oh, those are just bigger a, rocks. Yeah, what does a jagged boulder look like? They're just like dangerous to step on, basically. Because <laughs> I, I fell. Farther to fall. I fell pretty, you know, Ooh. you fall. They say it's not a real through hike unless you fall or crap your pants. <laughs> and that's another famous YouTube hiker girl who, named Dixie who says that. But I remember. There was like a slick rock in Pennsylvania that I went in to step on, and my foot just slips, and I just fall right on my gut on this giant <laughs> boulder, and I'm still kind of chubby God. at this point, so I had a lot of padding. Yeah. But she's just laughing at me. She thinks it's hilarious. But basically, yeah, we, we like Pennsylvania because it's like it was all new to us, but every other person that had started in Georgia that was passing us at the time was like, this place sucks. <laughs> they say it's where shoes go to die, 100%. and like people's ankles just get really torn yeah. up. Oh, but no. it's just like, we were so new to it that we were like, oh yeah, this is, you know, these views are amazing. Yeah, you're just like, excited to be out Trails there. around where we live, they have zero views, zero. Also, we started taking pictures of these views early on. And then, like, once we got to the really good ones up in, like, Vermont, New Hampshire, we're like, people were probably looking at us like, what are these idiots doing? <laughs> That's not a view. <laughs> That's not a view. This <laughs> is a view. <laughs> uh, I, can, uh, I can't even imagine. Like, what he said spiky boulder i'm thinking like a boulder covered in more small rocks <laughs> yeah. that's like literally impossible to climb over i wonder so who carved the, all those boulders what a dick so but, if you want to look up on your phones or whatever just so you get an idea there's a place called um it was palmerton pa but it's lehigh gap there you go she's got it on her phone there lehigh gap is like hand over hand rock climbing like that is part of the trail there's literally white paint because the whole trail was marked in white paint, just white paint on the rocks. Yeah. Somebody's like painting the rocks, saying, "Yep, that up <laughs> this way." So yeah. like that, that got us prepared for the White Mountains. Is it just sure. like arbitrary? It's like ah, this one, this one, nah, put it one. Yeah, here. I have no idea there's where. No rhyme or yeah, there's not. There's no. Hmm. It doesn't make any sense why they put the blazes where they just do. Some sometimes. sadist was like, "I'm gonna make people <laughs> crawl over these." Seriously. Honestly, though, honestly, though. Yeah, <laughs> the picture some, some I just saw looked like, you know, like a box jump where you have to go up three yeah. or four feet. It's just consecutive ones of those. <laughs> for how how long of stretches are we talking before it would, like, level out and you get a little bit? Like, Palmerton or Lehigh Gap was, I would say, half a mile of that, maybe. 
half a mile. But that was up. so. Like we're talking rocks, okay? Yes, Pennsylvania is notorious talk. for the the small <laughs> for the small ankle ruining rocks. And then there's that uh, Lehigh Gap that we just showed you. But then New Hampshire literally has a mountain made of rocks <laughs> called Mount Madison. <laughs> And uh, it's like literally a boulder field going down a hill. Like you're, you know, I don't think we have many pictures of that because we were exhausted and just wanted to get done. But like Mount <laughs> Madison was literally, if you took boulders the size of maybe like a Chevy 350 engine, I don't know if that means anything to you. Like a roughly approximate. Okay, yeah, so that you just built a 4,000 foot high mountain out of that. Uh. Those sized rocks. And then you... <laughs> You walk down it. like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, let's just well. not make the trail go around these mountains. Let's just go up and over. They call them puds, pointless ups and downs. <laughs> and every day you have many puds. And it's just like, oh, well, you get to the top of some of these puds and there's no view. And it's like, why? Yeah. Why did we just climb up that? You know, like the street signs that show like slippery when wet. Right. You yeah. show the swerving. There's just sign says puds and it's just a middle <laughs> finger. <laughs> That'd be perfect. That, w- that would be pretty good. So that ma- that mountain that's in the uh, white mountains in new hampshire mount madison so mount, mount washington's the famous one that you know people like to get stickers and put them on their car that say this car made it up mount washington but like <laughs> well these legs made it up mount washington <laughs> that's it. but yeah you go one up half of these legs <laughs> you go up mount washington if you're going north and then to get back down to the road mount washington's six thousand some feet Whew. to get back down to the road you're going down mount madison and it's like, uh, we were hiking with people, and this one woman, her her way to, to cope with this just, because it was getting pretty painful for your knees at that point, she would just scream out, I am not enjoying this! <laughs> <laughs> and we all laughed and stuff, but it was like, yeah. But then you started I, screaming it every day. Yeah. There are days one, where it's just like, oh, go ahead. No, please go. There are days where it's just like you have nothing else to do except for, you know, have your thoughts in your head. I mean, that's just pretty much the whole trail. Yeah. But um, we would just sing back and forth songs with the word rock in it. We will, we will. <laughs> I mean, just every song with the word rock in it. For those about to rock. <laughs> so so you're, you're losing your grip on sanity at this point. Yes. It's yes, for sure. <laughs> you're starving. Yeah. Man. So... That opens up a few things. Let's pause here because yeah. I, I want to get into this. Let's get into the, the good stuff. So first oh, yeah. of all, with like the being in your head and stuff, I, well, I just want to ask you first, did you guys have like cell phones? Like mm-hmm. you were able to keep in touch a little bit with the world so you weren't like totally isolated? So you're pretty well connected if you have Verizon like most This is everywhere. not a plug for Verizon, by the way. <laughs> Brought to you by Verizon Wireless. Nope, nope none of that. <laughs> no, if you have good cell phone service... Um, you're pretty connected. Problem is battery life. Right. Uh-huh. But then you have a pack. You can get a battery pack. Solar? No. Solar. So they call the Appalachian Trail <laughs> the Green Tunnel because huh. you're in it. For a f- good reasons. You're basically in a forest for 90% of it. Wow. Like, they, they're used at one that point. That's awesome. <laughs> at one point. He <laughs>, laughs like, yeah, it is at first. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. At Just one point, well, you're always afraid you're going to hear banjo music in certain parts, <laughs> but... Um, at one point, a squirrel could have hopped from tree to tree, from all the way from Georgia to Maine. Wow! At one point, back like you know, however long ago when the Cumberland Gap was first discovered, and before we did, you know, cut down all the trees and all that. Clark hiking through, they could just follow the squirrel. But yeah, like it is still like extremely wooded, and like it's cool. 
but you really just want to look down the mountain and see down. Like that's that's mm. where the good stuff is. The panoramic views the, when you get to the elevations. That's part of the reason. Like part of the reason you hike is for endorphins. At least I do. But also, I just want to see the views. I want to sit there and have my thoughts and you know, like get that little bit of closure. That giant hill I just hiked up, you know, <laughs> led me to this really great view, and I'm just sitting here like accomplished. Like you know, parts of the trail. You're like, okay, up. We're still going up. Like, okay, another thousand feet. <laughs> we're going up. Oh, Only up, up. Now we're going down. Okay, there's Only nothing to see. Up <laughs> more hundred miles. <laughs> yeah. Now you guys, I mean, you obviously camped a lot, but you you did stay a couple places, right? You get some some creature comforts. Yeah. So like, every three to five ish days you would have to go into town to get more food right and you would hitchhike which was kind of scary at first not yeah, gonna lie like but everybody knows what you're doing because yeah. they see so many hikers so you just put out your thumb and so i mean everybody stops huh. um so i really feel for the hikers this year yeah <laughs> i could yeah. not even imagine uh we really lucked out with the year that we did this but right. um so you just hitchhike into town, stop at a Walmart, stop at a Dollar General. I mean, it's just pretty normal. You you are, they call it hiker Brought to you track. by Walmart. <laughs> nope, nope, stop that. Stop <laughs> This is not brought to you by Walmart. <laughs> they they literally, there's a thing called hiker trash, and that's what you are. I mean, you are a, a piece of walking. <laughs> oh, I think the townies give you that name, don't they? <laughs> Everybody gives you that name. Let me guess, the 79-cent big lug, huh? <laughs> it's a term of endearment between oh. hikers because once you've devolved into a starving smelly person with their face sunken in and all you like you you chew with your mouth open like you're just breathing and eating and you're just this slob like you're just so dedicated to getting your hike finished yeah that we're just we were just like we are trash and you were proud of it so Hell yeah. when you guys started like like, like, what's a small list of all the equipment you brought? Like, how how heavy were your packs? What? Uh... Yeah, were you guys rucking, or did you like have to procure a lot of things? Oh yeah, this takes a long time of like a lot of research, a lot of YouTube oh, videos watched. Um, you look at like the lightest, best stuff. You right. don't really want to go out there and have Walmart gear. I mean, people do. Yeah. People do it, which is insane, and I don't know how. You're, you won't be comfortable, though. We met a kid whose trail name was Walmart because <laughs> that's where he got, like, nine his gear. Anyway, you just do the best you can. When did he and... pass away? <laughs> I think he's still alive. He was 19 or so, so he's probably not dead. <laughs> but, yeah, so you just, like, do a lot of research. Um, just kind of save up and just get your gear as you can. Our packs were fully loaded with food and water, about 25 to 30 pounds. Um, so and how often do you have to stop to like? It was about every three to five days. Oh, water, you just get along the trail and you filter it through a filtration device. Nice. Right. And it's really, really lightweight. You could get you could get them at Walmart. The filtrate the filters. What's the average meal like on the trail? Oh man, I know. <laughs> Literally, I don't even know. We were just talking about this today. I have no idea how many blocks of cheese and sleeves of bagels I ate. I mean, you could just there's some Dairy crazy things that people do out there. But I mean, you get a lot of rice sides. You know those nors, yeah, like yeah. you know, what I'm talking about like minute rice. Yeah, you, yeah. You bring They're like a tiny feeling. little, tiny little stoves. I mean, everything has to be. You're down to the ounce. You are literally weighing things down to the ounce because you do not want to carry more things that you need to. So you're eating a lot of ramen noodles. You're eating a lot of uh, tuna packages. Like trash food. You don't go but to the cuisine. You don't cut 
cheese slices off the blocks of cheese. No, 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 no. You eat it straight from the block. And we still do this at home. And people look at us like, oh, you're you're weird. But um, hey, that's how you had to do it out there. They're just yeah. living in the past. Yeah, seriously. They don't know. You, you don't want to dirty a knife for that. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Water's so precious. They say you can burn like eight to 10,000 calories in a day if you're hiking 20-some miles a day. Best diet ever. Just hike the trail, guys. You could eat anything and everything that you ever could possibly want. And still wither away to nothing. Pretty much. So, but you're lucky if you can really eat like 3,000 to 4,000, depending on how many, uh, how much food you've been able to haul with you and where your next resupply and all that stuff is. So, like, part of the hiker life is you're this big, you're, you're this, sorry, smelly piece of trash. <laughs> with it, like, I had a giant beard, you know, <laughs> smell like garbage. And I'd get to a place like a McDonald's in a town. Like, you hitchhike there, you know. And most of the time, if it's like a pickup, they're like, get in the back. I'll take you, but you get in the back. Yep. So, you know, you get to the McDonald's. First thing you do is plug in your phone. First thing you do is you start charging your electronic devices. Of course. Then you go up and order. And then that's when you get those 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 gaps of calories filled that's yeah. whenever you're like okay how many mcdoubles okay. how you, much of this can i eat without yeah, getting seriously. diarrhea like <laughs> i mean i'm sure people still got diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> if there was an all-you-can-eat chinese buffet you bet your bottom dollar we were thinking about oh, that yeah. weeks in advance that's i mean funny. you knew about the all-you-can-eat buffets coming up i just picture you your were... map with like wong's chicken well, highlighted <laughs> well, big seriously though like <laughs> Patrick was saying yesterday, because uh, we were talking about this, he was like, you remember our entire hike just by the places we ate at. Because that's what, like, those were the big moments. Like, oh, man, that breakfast that we had in this town. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man, that sandwich that we had in this town. I mean, Sustenance. I seriously, I remember our whole entire hike by places that we ate. So these places that uh, you stop at, you stop and get food. There was one other thing I wanted to ask you about. Like, there's like lodges or like inns while you're going through this. Hostels. Hostels. Most of them are hostels. So, is that mostly what you stayed in, or was it mostly like camping, like in a tent and stuff? Well, in your gaps, like, or you're when you're on the trail for three to five days, then you're staying in your tent or shelters. There are three, like, three walled shelters that people build and they're volunteer maintained. You either stay in the shelter or in your tent or hammock or whatever you do, but we were tenters. So, like, we had a three, quote unquote, three person tent that really could fit us <laughs> in our gear. So, it's a one and a half person tent. It was, it, it was, yeah. Two starved hikers and some, some gear, but, uh, two emaciated corpses. <laughs> of what used to own. <laughs> so, that was, yeah, that was five days maybe in a row. And then you get to the town that fifth day and you were planning everything. Like, you never want to be, um, Ha, like have an extra pack of something in your pack. You don't want to have another an extra ramen or oatmeal or whatever. You want to that like if that morning you're going into town that morning for breakfast you want to eat your last pop tart. Right. And so we got so good at that. Unless we got to a Walmart, because Walmart tricks you <laughs> Ooh, into buddy. thinking that you can take. Yes, I can get this six pack of beer and this rotisserie chicken <laughs> and these. Well, you know, I can eat this ice cream before I get back on the trail. Like. No, you can't. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you do that, staying in your tent, and then you need to shower, you need to wash your clothes, all that stuff. You need to maybe get a ride to the Walmart. So if you get to a hostel, they usually have somebody driving you around if they're not close enough, or you can usually walk there. But like a lot of places, like Virginia, for example, has a lot of hostels um, that you might have to call them and they'll come get you. But then as you're staying there, you wash your clothes, 
sleeping real bad. You can resupply. Maybe watch some Netflix or something. And they'll come get you. Like they're. Oh, yeah, these are these are only yeah pretty much only for hikers and it's oh, all wow. hikers that you're staying with so it's like a, such a cool yeah. environment you just like hang out with hikers and you're all sitting there finally clean you know everybody gets to see you in your clean glory um and it's just it's an awesome time at a hostel because you're just having a good time you guys are all drinking beer pbr is the beer of the appalachian trail it's like the unofficial beer of the appalachian trail uh, so sometimes you will go to a road crossing and somebody will have put a cooler there. There, it's called Trail Magic, oh, and man. it's like the coolest thing. Like you get that's so cool. You get done like climbing these insane mountains, and some you like walk to a road crossing. There's a cooler sitting there. Like that's your incredible. heart is just like <laughs> thank you so. Much. These trail angels is what they call them. Oh man! And then Trail Magic is a thing. Some people will sit at the road crossings and cook food for you. Wow, I mean the cool. people that are out there helping these hikers are just the best people ever. And like, we were so, so thankful to have so many people help us on our, on our hike. It wouldn't have been the same hike if we didn't have the, you know, community out there. Cause the Appalachian trail community is just crazy. They're, they're awesome. Was there anyone, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, bud. How much did it cost to stay in like these hostel? So for two people, it was about, $40, $40, about $40. Yeah, like $20. I mean, it's amazing. I think that's a great price because they're giving you a real bed. Um, oh, they definitely make their money because just yeah. the sheer volume sometimes you have to pay. Sometimes you have to pay extra for laundry. Um, sometimes you could literally just go there, take a shower, and then get back on trail if that's what you want to do. Huh. Um, or you could camp in the backyard and it's cheaper. Um, it's just they cater to what you want to do. I mean, we usually took the bed because I like sleeping in a real bed sometimes. <laughs> So, uh, just out of curiosity, for anyone who would be interested in doing this, yeah. the estimation for not counting your gear, yeah. but for like the food runs and right. the hostel stuff, they said about thirty five hundred to six thousand. Yeah. You, so, you guys, which end were you closer to, maybe? Or yeah. So they, we went with the um, one thousand dollars per month per person, and that's what we kind of because we wanted to make it a little bit more luxurious and like stop at breweries right, and right. I really that's like, I really wanted to like stop at different restaurants and like try to I don't know enjoy the towns a lot more. And some people didn't want to do that, so they would be on the lower end. So it really right. just depends on like what you want to do and like what you want your hike to look like. But you could definitely get by on the thirty five hundred dollars for like the entire hike. Huh. Man. And I know people who did that. Still, yeah. that's like that's not a lot of money for like no, for, for six months of your life. Exactly. That's not yeah. A lot. No, it's not. I mean, if Definitely. you really think about how much money you spend in real life, you know, you just gotta really, you know, work really, really hard and save up before you leave. I mean, I know people who are probably putting a lot of this hike on credit cards. Not gonna <laughs> lie, but I mean, hey, Still they were the they were living their lives, so I'm not gonna judge them. <laughs> There's a term on the trail that people say to each other, and sometimes it's like a like do your own thing kind of thing like sometimes it's like a mind your own business type thing but it's hike your own hike and so that can go either way it can be said as like a you know like i don't really approve of what you're doing but you do you or it can be like like leave me alone like, like hike make the experience hike, your own hike your own hike man yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's better than me. How about i paint these walks right? <laughs> you think you're better these than walks? me? You go straight up here now, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. But yeah, the, the hostels are really cool though because there's a culture to those. So like, you, yeah, you already went over that. Sorry, but yeah, that um, sounds awesome though. Was there anyone that you ran into like multiple times at the hostels and oh, stuff yeah, you kind of so made friends with? Yeah, that you call it uh, your trail family after a while. If you start hiking Aww. around and like hiking the same 
uh, pace as certain people, yeah. you kind of just get to know them really, really well. And like everybody's working towards the same goal out there. So no matter what differences you have in regular life on the trail, you're pretty much all family. And it's so cool to have that because like you make friends with all, like older, a lot of older people, like a lot of retired people do this. Huh. And then, like, people around your same age, or I don't know, people from literally everywhere, every walk of life, people Anyone that quit can their be jobs. Like trash. Seriously, anybody <laughs> can. I met a 80. 80- Just stop paying your bills, drop your lease, and you could be hiker trash. Yeah. It's all about diversity and inclusion. Of course. We do not That's discriminate. That's Everyone awesome. is trash at their core. Yes. Which we firmly we believe that we are. You should hope to be trash. <laughs> I we should all hope to achieve that sometime. There, there's a term like if somebody is like, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm eating my ramen with spam in it, which I did many times, <laughs> and like ramen bomb, ramen bomb. Yum. You might throw some mashed potato, instant mashed potatoes in that, and it's Why called ramen bomb. It's it's a lot of calories. <laughs> you don't even care about like people do shots of you olive oil. In there? Shots yeah. of olive oil. Yeah, you got to keep fat. those calories oh, up. Man. You go into the store and you look for stuff with the most calories. And right. other everybody else is like, oh, let me find the stuff with the least calories. Yeah, and we're like, fat. no, give me all the calories. <laughs> you eat like a complete child. <laughs> a complete child. I mean, Pop-Tarts galore. Chicken nuggets, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, somebody like, like if, you know, they have uh, freeze-dried, nice meals, and you're sitting there with your trash food, you would call that person bougie. Like, oh, look at Mr. Bougie over here. Fancy pants with his hoagie. You got mountain house meals, huh? What are those, 10 bucks a piece? Like, your, my ramen and my, and my spam cost me a dollar. So what, what were your... Uh trail names oh yeah so i was burgers okay. i was beer it's because we always wanted to go into town and get burgers and beer Makes and then sense. they caught on and pretty much it's like something that you say often or like something that embarrassing that happens to you like our one friend lost her uh hip belt buckle on the like the second day so her name was buckles <laughs> and then like our one friend her pack ripped and we called her stitcher because she had to stitch her pack back so it's stuff like that and so we were burgers and beer and everybody loved it Nice. There was a guy who was from North Carolina, and he started with us. And, like, the trail goes through North Carolina, but, like, we were a bunch of northerners, and he's, like, the only southerner there, and he's eating grits for breakfast. He's got jalapeno grits. He's got, like, cheese grits, all this. And I was like, your grits. And it yeah. just stuck like glue, man. Like he, he, and he liked it too because he's like, oh, man, "Hey, man, I love grits. Hey, I love grits. <laughs> it's not how nicknames work, man. <laughs> you don't get to pick it. We're deciding for you." No, yeah, some no, older guys do pick their own nickname. Like uh, if they're a grandpa and that's they have, lame, it is kind of lame. But if you're a grandpa and like your your grandkids call you something, a lot of like that's a lot of times what it was. But some yeah, of them are cute. really cheesy. Like uh, this one woman who's love very Sparrow. very nice, but. <laughs> Her she she was hiking with her daughter and her trail name was Magic like Ma. Uh, I was like, that's, that's creative. I really like Terrible. you as a person. Oh, my favorites are like the but, Wanderer or like yeah. the Adventurer. <laughs> <call me the wanderer. laughs> and it's like, okay, come on, I'm Soul God. Searcher. <laughs> so, just out of curiosity, before we move on to like get back to the actual trail. Roughly speaking, what percentage of the nights do you think you were like camping in the tent versus staying in the hostel? I'd say like Roughly. 85, 20, or like what would that be? 15. 85, 15. So you really yeah. appreciated being in those hostels. When staying outside versus Staying hostel? outside, yeah, it would be 85%. Man. Yeah, like we were always in our tent. So and like, eight out of 10 days, you're outside yeah, over oh the yeah. six months. That, that, oh, yeah. That's Not only that, but like you're setting up and breaking down every day. 
we did that in two seconds at the end there. We yeah. was like so quick. That's before it was breakfast. like breathing, yeah. Well, no, you woke up, and if you didn't have to hang your food because of bears, first thing you did was like look in that food bag and say, okay, what's for breakfast? Spam, <laughs> pop tarts, cookies, like what? Seriously, he would get like he would get like bags of bags of cookies from Dollar General and then crush them up in a gallon sized Ziploc bag and just eat it with a spoon. I mean, huh. like it got we would carry it was it with my Genius Outdoors titanium long handled spoon and you can find those on Amazon. Hashtag Perfect. sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, you would eat literally. You know those Nutty Buddy bars? Yeah. I mean, I would crush those puppies covered in Jif peanut butter. So like. Peanut butter would be my thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How Everything. many jars do you think? <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> do you think over 50? <laughs> no, Are we approaching probably not. 100 say like 30 jars of peanut butter, but you still. You could a lot of peanut butter. Yeah, you, you could about 30 in a couple days for sure. <laughs> oh, not just a couple days, like a couple hours. Yeah. I mean. There was yeah. a time <laughs> in Vermont. Genius Outdoor Spoon. Yeah. I got a uh, a pack of Oreos and a jar of peanut butter, and I just sat there. And literally, this is after eating a burger and drinking two beers. Like we got to our camp spot for the night, and I just sat there and just covered each Oreo in peanut butter, like both sides. <laughs> and, Why both sides? And oh. just ate just so we could get all until the it was gone. And that peanut sides. butter jar lasted me like I don't know six hours. Like you said. <laughs> also, anytime that you would go into town, it was like a sin to not pack out a a alcoholic beverage of some sort. And yeah. honestly, you didn't really get beers that often because. There's a lot more calories in those, like, oh, plus a lot more bang for your buck if you're talking about 100%. alcohol percentages. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get, like, the... Um, White Tavern Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Red's Wicked or Mike's Harder. They're, Mike's Harder. They're, like, there you go. I don't know, a couple hundred calories sugar, in the can. Yeah, the high sugar. Yeah, and so you're, like, going to pack those puppies out, what and it's, a like, a huge excuse treat. to drink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the trail. So I don't want to lose this before we get out of the White Mountains in New Hampshire. So the way this site described these was the trail, the switchbacks uh, are pretty much non-existent. don't exist, yeah. (laughs) The trail becomes little more than marked rock slides. In this section, hikers often are gaining or losing more than 1,000 feet of elevation per mile. Yeah, so instead of doing about two miles to three miles an hour, like our average pace was... It was about one mile an hour and like sometimes less. I yeah. mean, I was really struggling through this part, especially because I'm a little bit afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. And um, I would sit on my butt and slide down and have him like sometimes <laughs> help me down because like I feel like I'm a strong, independent woman, but I definitely needed a man at that point. <laughs> hey, you can be as strong and independent you want. Gravity still works the same I mean, way exactly. for everybody. I think if I was there, I'd be like, man, I wish there was a man here to help me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so we're headed north from New Hampshire. So then you go through Pennsylvania then, right? Or no, we're up into Maine now, right? Okay, so, well, Pennsylvania, then uh, New York, or New Jersey, New York, Massachusetts, a little bit of Connecticut. But you're I quick through order. all those, right? It goes those those are like, through. you get to yeah. like high-five each other, like, yeah, another state. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. did another state. Like, we're killing it. Yeah. And then like... And then Vermud happens, and it's Vermud. not Vermont, it's Vermud, Vermud, and it is, wow, it, it was very muddy. Have you guys <laughs> ever been kind of like on a short hike through the woods, and there's like a giant mud puddle, right? Yeah. And you're like, hmm, how am I going to get around this thing? Uh-huh. So you go, eh, go left, go right, let's see, and you figure it out. You can't do that in Vermont. Everyone <laughs> already excited for the They already did that in yeah. Vermont to the point where it's literally mud up into the brush. Yeah. Like there's there's no hope. You're gonna you <laughs> might as well just walk right through it. Yeah. And 
I literally had to wash my shoes out at every stream, at every stream in Vermont <laughs> because they were packing full of mud because they were full of holes from they were getting old like you know 500 miles is so about when you with wet shoes oh, wet yeah. shoes filled with holes to where the mud would pack under like like on the sole of the shoe Jeez. and so we actually got into our only fight on the trail in <laughs> Vermont because oh, I just man. had to keep washing them washing these <laughs> shoes out yeah and I had new shoes waiting at a place called the Yellow Deli, which I will we'll get into what that place is. <laughs> but um, a new shoes waiting, and I remember one day, you know, I had to wash my shoes out like three times. Jeez. And she's telling me like, talk, we're talking to each other, and I was like, I, I, I can't hike any faster, and she's kind of like, we need to get there, and I'm like, well, I have to keep washing my shoes out. And she goes, I don't care. And I was just being a jerk. I didn't even let her finish. She's like, you don't care? <laughs> and I, like, storm off. And I didn't have the energy to, like, keep walking fast. I'm hey, like, but if you could spend six months in the woods together in the same tent, yeah, you could definitely it. survive life together. That's for sure. This is what I definitely wanted to ask you guys. So when doing something this difficult, like, emotions are going to run high. There's going to be some rough days. So, Tara... What was the closest you came to murdering Patrick, and why did you spare his life? Oh, man, it was probably that. Like, that day was just a rough day all around. Like, he was really making me angry. And I think it was just, like, the fact that he was so angry with me. But we usually hiked, like, in pretty close proximity to each other because we had trained together. So we were at the same pace. Um, but that day, no. So you just nope, like well, nope, you nope. picked up a rock and you were like, you know what? No. You just whistled every two hours to make sure you weren't eaten by bears. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like we were really, really good hiking partners. Like I couldn't have asked for a better. She was the burger to my beer. Oh. <laughs> Adorable. The, cl- the classic parent. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. How about you, Patrick? Like, was there a day? So that was bad. Vermont was bad. That was, was pretty any... much the big blow up. But like. Usually, so I'm a pretty patient guy, and if I noticed that she was, like, really starting to get, like, I mean, if you're a, if you're a woman who's through hiking, obviously once a month, it's going to get pretty tough. Damn it, I didn't even think about that. And yeah, so that's... there were times where I'm like, okay, it's coming, like, what do you want to do? <laughs> Checking your watch, like, oh, it's almost here. <laughs> we got to well, make it over this range. It was, a, out of time. it was a big deal, though, because it's like, okay, Hopefully, you know, we can get to somewhere nice where we can be showered and, and not, like, you know. Right. But if she I was just... Very rarely ended up working out in my favor, though. Like, <laughs> of course, like, we were in the middle of nowhere when... <laughs> but Ugh. it ended up working out. It just, like, you know, kind of sucks. Like, the whole bathroom situation. I mean, if you guys want to really talk about that for a second. There's outhouses along the trail, which is, like, super, super nice. Um, but if you don't make it to an outhouse in time, you're digging a hole, buddy. I mean, and <laughs> you can use your Genius Outdoor Spoon. Of course. Hashtag sponsored. No. Clean it well. <laughs> no, but there you can use a trowel and you dig a six, six inch cat hole. Yeah, six inch cat hole. And you just have to bury it. And um, yeah, just do your business in the hole. And you gotta do what you gotta, you gotta do. It takes a lot do. of skill to poop in a six inch hole. Strong <laughs> legs say, and skill. I'm going to spend the extra few minutes to give myself some room, maybe. <laughs> there were I, I tried to brown, brown blaze it, which was co- which was like when you tried to go from outhouse to outhouse instead of like trying to dig a hole. Yeah. Um, I did pretty well at that, brown honestly. Brown blaze. I like but, that. But, dude, some of these outhouses were rough. And you would start Scary. rating them like on a scale of 1 to 10. Like, yeah. oh, this one's super nice. It's like the Hilton. Yeah. And then like, there's, there's some. It's like you can't even shut the door because it's that bad. It's like oh, the, the Penn Irwin Motel. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Hell on earth. There's syringes in this outhouse. <laughs> Purposely burnt to the ground. I didn't know a lot of diabetics were hiking this trip. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, w- where were we at? Yellow Valley? Yellow Dolly? Okay, so 
like we were saying there's like a culture with um hostels and some of them are famous some of them are infamous so the yellow deli is run by the 12 tribes religious community i think is what they go by they don't like to go by church people keep calling them a cult basically the yellow deli (laughs) the the yellow deli is the restaurant that they own and run and then they have a hiker hostel there in rutland vermont and now i will say i had a great experience with these people they were very kind to us but they, the food is insanely delicious. It is the best Reuben hmm. on earth. Interesting. I challenge anybody who says they've had a better Reuben, go and talk Reuben. to Aish <laughs> and have his Reuben. It is amazing. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> anyway, um, hostel for free, but it's donation-based, so they expect something. They want you maybe to help Most out. Most do. Leave a cooler in the room when you leave. Do, some beer. And uh, no. Good. Well, you can't drink there. You can go. You can come in drunk, which I did, but you can't drink there. You found that out. Yeah. They, they Well, they say no alcohol. Like, right. please obey our rules. I don't know if the church actually drinks or not. I don't know if that's part of their religion. But they are um, basically, from what I understand, they're Bible purists. And so they take a lot of stuff, like, literally, and they're, you know, they do a Saturday Sabbath, and they don't, they do the clean and unclean meats. Um, but, like, people say... They've had creepy, weird experiences. Basically, having the Appalachian Trail kind of run by that town, Rutland, it's kind of a feeder program for the church because a lot of people are, like, lost. They're, like, out there searching for themselves. Right. And, like, uh, if, if they can see churches on Churches are you, opportunistic like that. <laughs> if they can see on you that you, like, don't really know what you want to do with yourself, yeah. they, they'll try to pull you in. And right. we've seen people, like, get, you They know, can smell it on you, yeah. <laughs> there was a guy named Foundation that that happened Ugh, to. He got sucked creepy. in. I, but that's the thing. Those people I'm end sure. up hanging out with you. Like, yeah. there was one kid, that guy, that I had a conversation about he, well, he tried to tell me that caffeine doesn't actually exist. <laughs> and then he explained it that it's like there's a compound that is called caffeine, but it can be very different from like one type of caffeine can be different. And like he's telling me all this really intelligent guy, but he only made it 500 miles starting in the north side, north part of the trail in Mount Katahdin. He made it 500 miles to the Yellow Deli and he stayed. But he was hanging out with us and he was cool. But I think it was just like a meaning thing that, like they just ha- they had the answers that he was looking for, you know. Yeah. That is crazy. Like I'm sure they're well intentioned, but there is something about the mind to someone who's just looking for weakness. Yeah. And that... They just smell it on someone's well, like a lot of them had been there and they mm-hmm. found the yellow deli. Oh yeah. That's and true. they it really okay. helped them. So like huh. you know, they're very family oriented yeah. and they're they're very nice people. Like we're I not just... shitting on you. What is it? Yellow Valley Yellow, yellow Deli. Deli. Yeah, and no, no, I would never say anything negative to any of them because they're just so friendly and nice. But, like, right. looking outside, you know, not being in anything that could ever be considered a cult, you know, people calling it a cult, and then you kind of meet them, and you, you're like, oh, I see how people say this, <laughs> and like, okay, yeah. But, I, I you know, <laughs> I would you absolutely... You and you're like, these people are not like us. <laughs> yeah, they're just different and, you know, but friendly as could be, huh. but... Yeah. The people in Vermont were just super, super friendly in general. And then you get to New Hampshire and it's just like the views just pick up. I mean, you get some amazing views in Vermont, don't get me wrong. But the views in New Hampshire, they just take the cake for the entire trail. Damn. I mean, and then, you know, all of Maine is just gorgeous. You kind of like get to the top of the mountain and you can't see any towns or any people. That's crazy. At all. 
Wow. You know, you, you get... don't smell car exhaust. <laughs> like it's a weird thing whenever you realize but that you don't you're... even realize that you smell it. Yeah, you're like, you wait a second, because then when you do smell it, you're like, oh, I never thought of it. You know, like yeah. there's no smells, there's no, it's just pure nature. So you you don't really even notice it's gone. Well, you can't smell yourself because oh, yeah. you lose your sense of smell. <laughs> Yeah, you stop smelling the things that you smell all the time, right, so you yeah. don't even realize how much car exhaust you're always around yep. until you're away from it long enough to where you then realize, like, oh, that's that familiar scent. We would definitely, we would definitely be able to tell, like, if somebody was a day hiker on the trail because they would literally smell like clean clothes <laughs> and like <laughs> deodorant. You could. <laughs> Like, you smell like a normal person. They say putting deodorant on a hiker is like putting lipstick on a pig. It just, we, did, we didn't even take it because it's like, why, you yeah, know, why, why even do it? So um, there was a one time where I smelled this smell that was like, <laughs> like smelly. the smelly smell that smells. No, I, I was kind of confused because I it was familiar, but I didn't understand it. And then I saw this dog and I was like, that's dog shampoo. That dog smells better than we do. <laughs> wow. You said you were like a hobo. Co- I was a hobo wrapped in butt cracks. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture you on the trail, Patrick. You're just like, there's a newbie here. <laughs> oh, All right, God. so we're going into Maine. And uh, how high did you get up on? What's that? What's the mountain that's like? Mount Washington? No, 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 in Maine. So oh, the end yes. of the trail is Mount Katahdin. Katahdin. Mount Katahdin is the end of Maine. Yeah. Um, that is 5,200-something, I think. You didn't summit it, did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. You have to summit. Man. Jeez. It's, it's, that was actually okay. pretty intense. There's hand-over-hand rock climbing. They actually have uh, steel pins drilled and, and hammered into some of the rocks because you actually have to, like, literally, literally rock climb yeah. up like and over some in stuff. The hole, drilling in the They rocks have holes that like are drilled in with, like, a pin so that it's, like, a angled you know 90 degree angle but it's a pin that's stuck in there like like almost like a rivet or something yeah but uh and the line's already there you just clip in well, right? you, no you don't clip in you just you pull yourself with your hand you grab on with your hand so like just to a spike that's jutting out kinda, of the yeah so like there's like imagine if you're if you're in between two rocks and like kind of a trench yeah there's a section that you actually have to climb out of a trench up onto the top of it to continue going up Katahdin okay and it's like literally there's steel pins to pull yourself up almost like they put a ladder or something but it's just a pin yeah. gotcha and you need some help kind of got to hand your pack up and over yeah, and i don't like heights i don't know how i'd fare it was terrifying yeah. he thankfully carried like all my stuff up there that yeah. day because we were slack packing which is a thing where you only take the gear that's absolutely necessary for that day and somebody holds your gear which was like a blessing when we could do it which yeah. is very rare but we did it sometimes which some people would say that that's not a purist thing to do yeah. But honestly, if I walked every single mile and saw every single blaze and walked, you know, saw every single blaze on the trail, I considered myself a through hiker, you know. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. E- I don't even know if I would have summited like because there, there's <laughs> some sort around. of spot like a thousand feet you up. It the says it's like kind you show of a the start. picture of Katahdin, like the Katahdin campground, I guess. The what do they call that? There's a name for it. There's a campground at the base of the mountain. Okay, it's so a base. this is our summit picture. You can see we got an exceptionally clear day that day. Yeah, there's the wooden sign, Katahdin. Yep. Look at that. It was a really nice Man. day. A lot of people don't get such a nice day, and like we really lucked out with that. Right. Our weather the entire time. I mean, we had some really bad rainy days, but yeah. we cannot complain because uh, the weather that we had was just. So this is midsummer when you get to the top. Yeah, of the we summited July, July. 28th. 28th? 28th. Yeah. And then we started back in Harper's Ferry going south on August 14th. 
Man, so you this that first leg really took most of the time. Then. Yeah, so it was just like so much harder than down south. You get yeah. down south and it's like, all right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. buddy, like these <laughs> the trails, sprint. these trails down south flat trails are, and barbecue. <laughs> they say Virginia's flat, but it's totally not flat. Yeah, it's but not. it definitely has a lot more switchbacks. West Virginia. Virginia. Oh, Virginia. <laughs> so one thing I want to point out that going up north is really gets expensive because um, they don't really have like dollar generals like you have down south and Walmarts like your last Walmart is going north is in uh, Gorham, New Hampshire, which is like the end of the White Mountains. Wow. So Maine's just a bunch of Maine's general stores. stores. Yeah. And like yeah. they don't even have the prices listed. You gotta have to like kind of guess and go up there and, and take a beating sometimes. Quarter milk, but, shotgun shells. What else do you need? <laughs> That's all we have. Get out of here. Pretty much. Tara was like emaciated in in compared to where she started, like she doesn't eat tuna and she doesn't eat spam. And that means basically she was stuck with like peanut butter and Pop Tarts and crap. Um, That's in, in Maine. Bagels and cream cheese and blocks of cheese. <laughs> but they, they didn't always have that either. So, like, she got really skinny in that last section going north. And her grandma was, like, literally trying to feed her butter when they came to pick us <laughs> up. Like, I'm not joking. She's like, you are so skinny. Like, you gotta, we got to feed you something. I imagine because, like, you're, you're a pretty skinny person anyway, minus all of the the thousands of calories that you've burned. How much weight did each of, each of you lose from start to finish? So I lost from the day I started to the to my lowest point was forty pounds. Man, that, that how much were you weighing starting out? Two hundred six. Oh, and then one day man. I weighed I myself at forty pounds. I weigh put, like I weigh about two hundred pounds now. I can't see. 40 That's a lot more muscle now because I actually like have eat, been eating right and lifting. Oh. But uh, without I, taking a quad, I can't imagine <laughs> dropping forty pounds off you. I was one hundred and sixty-five pounds at a hostel in Tennessee. And I, I woke up that day, and I couldn't eat anything in my food bag. I just could not do it. I had yeah. <laughs> eaten all this crap for so long. I was like, it's 10 miles, 10 miles to the hostel we're staying at, and there's a McDonald's in that town. That's what I'm doing. Because, yeah. like, after a while, you do, like, we will never eat another granola bar, I swear. Like, the yeah. only bars that I want are, like, the bars that you sit at and have a drink. Like, yeah. I did not want to eat any more ramen noodles or instant mashed potatoes or rice sides ever again in my life. Like I was just so sick of this backpacker food and yeah. all I wanted was a hot meal or like, seriously, you just crave, crave, crave like fruits and vegetables out there. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I was craving potato salad, <laughs> which <laughs> whenever we were home for those two weeks, I ate like five pounds of potato <laughs> salad. Man, that would have been high on my list of potatoes things you get in a main convenience store. No, like potatoes. mom, my mom makes the Hellman's recipe and it's kick ass. So it is. Um, but yeah, with the the Cliff Bars, like everyone's like, oh yeah, Cliff Bars, like you guys like those, and like yeah. I would rather For the eat. First few weeks, I would eat a pine cone <laughs> before I'd eat a Cliff Bar. Even now, you see those golden arches, you just drop to your knees and weep for joy. It's so but, beautiful. But anyway, this this day I was talking about in Tennessee, um, I you know we get to this hostel. I haven't eaten anything. It's ten miles. I hiked on no food, and I'm already like I weighed myself at 165 pounds, which means I lost 40 pounds from April 29th when I started. And this is like maybe September, I think. Jeez. So anyway. I get a ride from the, the one guy who works at this hostel, rides me to uh, um, McDonald's. I get like a Big Mac and fries and a giant Coke and all this stuff. And I go, I'm trying to get to the hostel, like the eating area, and I drop my bag. And it spills out no. in front of a garbage can. 
and I'm not lying, I literally brushed the dirt <laughs> off the fries and off the burger. The yeah. burger fell apart. I had to piece it back together and put it back in the so box. There's a little dirt on the bun, a little dirt on the It burger, was. I'm not kidding. And I brushed like, it all off and I ate it anyway. It probably like, tasted pretty damn good, didn't we're it? We're just eating these trash fries. Like we're just like <laughs> hunks of garbage eating garbage. I mean, it's just like a disaster at that point. I mean, like on you're the just raccoon so freaking diet. hungry. Yeah. The raccoon diet. That is great. I just picture walking by a garbage can with like a half-eaten fries on top stopping turning taking a second look at them it's like <laughs> yeah all right let's do this so another just thing just me and god right now <laughs> we're at this hostel it's called boots off and like everybody's always offering you marijuana everywhere you go like that's just part of the trail part of the yeah, hiking they call culture. it um what do they call it safety meetings safety meetings yeah. ah. safety safety supplies are the marijuana and the safety meeting is when you smoke it together <laughs> anyway okay, i was wondering Maybe we should be telling the that? trail secrets out <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, so I go, you know, to get this McDonald's. I also went and resupplied at the Dollar General, which by that time you're just sick of Dollar General food. Like I still can't go into a Dollar General and not feel like I'm going to puke. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I get uh, PBR because that's in every other state. You can just buy that type of beer at the Dollar General. Nice. Yeah. So I get a six pack or something for myself and then get back to the hostels after I eat my trash fries. Some guy shows up and he just has like a bunch of pounders of PBR and he's just like, Hey guys, like I like hikers. I'm just stopping by to see the owner. And I'm like, man, like I didn't have to buy this beer, but like I still drank all of it anyway though <laughs> for the calories. Of course for the calories. So in Virginia, uh, there's this little section might be called the roller coaster. Does that ring any bells? It's really nothing, honestly. Yeah. Like it at that point, we had just gotten done with New Hampshire and Maine. Like oh, the roller so coaster is like, oh boy, oh, it's yeah. like a few puds, but it's not that. The area doesn't have anything really, so there's just one area that you know, like there's no payoff, like a big nice view. It's just a couple ups and downs, and that trail maintainers who do it, I think, are old people. And so they nicknamed it that. At least that's what I heard from other hikers because they're like, "Oh, <laughs> like that. That's just so stupid. Like, wait till you guys get there." And that's kind of how it was. But I don't know. It was also more dangerous than those hills, as there was like no water in Virginia when we hiked through. So that that sucked a lot. It you was had to carry actually it then, terrifying. Or? Like. There were days four liters at a time for a while. Usually you would try to stick with like one or two liters up north cuz especially cuz like you get to a um stream pretty often and you could filter your water through. Yeah. Um but down south like there were days where we couldn't even find any water sources that were reliable, which oh, was man. terrifying cuz it's like Seriously. how much water can I drink right now because yeah. I don't know when I'm going to be coming to another water source. Right. So we would just hop from hostel to hostel. For a little bit in the dry stretch, which is kind of nice though, because then we get to sleep in a bed. Yeah. Um. But we would. It was called hostel hopping, and that's how we got our water for a little bit because the water was. It was like a huge drought down south, and that was yeah. terrifying. But that would be scary. Like just like, say you take your first step out, and you're like, "Are we gonna drink water today?" Yeah, I was getting yeah. really um so dizzy at some points. Was there any sections where you like didn't have cell service, where you're like in the mountains and it's just. A couple times. So I was telling you earlier about. Well, I don't know if it if it got deleted. The Mount Mount Madison, the the boulder, the mountain made of boulders. Okay. Yeah. So that day we hiked that. Um, I got lost that day, <laughs> and I was just hiking so along. So like, I I walk past these guys. Their trail name was the Adventure Boys, and they were two older men. And I'm like, hey guys, like, how's it going? And see ya. 
And they're like, oh, you through hiking? Yeah, yeah. Because everybody, you're a celebrity to some people if you're through hiking. Like, yeah. they yeah, will literally sure. grab into their pockets to see if they have anything that they can offer you. Jeez. Do you need a ride? Like, what are you, are you good? Like, is everything good? Like, oh, I'm great. Awesome. Like, you're killed. Like, I always wished I could do it. Like, they, you know, you get, like, so much information out of some of these people so fast because they tell you, I well, I wanted to do it back in 78, but then I had a kid and blah, 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 blah. And you're like... You can still do it. Like, I've met guys with hip replacements that are doing this right now. Like, just because you're old and fat doesn't mean you can't do it. Like, well, some parts maybe. I, well, some still. Some of the white stretches. Might white take you seven months. Anyway, <laughs> I talked to these guys for a little bit, and then I'm just hiking along, not noticing anything. Well, the whole trail is marked in white paint, white blazes, and I start seeing blue, and I didn't even notice it because what had happened is I come down this mountain made of boulders. And I'm just, like, really digging that the trail finally got nice. Like, it's a real trail again. It's, you know, dirt and whatnot. And so I look up and I see blue. And I had been hiking for maybe a mile before the, the last time I saw a white blaze. I was like, and I'm exhausted. I'm like, this sucks. Like, this means I have to turn around. I am so screwed. But I know this is going to take me to a road. And that night we were staying at a place in, in Gorham, New Hampshire, called the Libby House. So, like, I had no cell phone service. Right. Nothing. Like, oh, nothing. Geez. And, of course, like, I was... But you just had I to was... find this road, and then you'd be golden. Well, that's what I was thinking. So, I I was able to send texts, but it never was clear whether or not they were received. You right. know, it was, like, that limited amount of service. So, this guy that I had been seeing for three days, he'd been trail running. And we'd see him a few times. Like, we saw him a bunch of times. Like, this guy was a devoted, competitive uh trail runner and i think he was training for a race well i see this guy he's running past me now we've been saying hi to each other for ever like this feels like forever because you know you usually only see people that aren't hikers like once and that's goodbye and never see again yeah so i'm like hey hey hey!" like i say i'm fucked i think i lost the trail and he's like oh yeah and he has a map now a little bit of background she has the um map on her phone it's called gut hook and it's an interactive map i don't have it she has it so it's like 60 bucks or something and it'll tell you exactly where you're at you can like leave comments and whatnot that's cool so i'm like i don't have it i don't know where i'm at and i'm like the guy looks at me he pulls out this pocket map he goes you're not that fucked (laughs) and we start looking you're fucked we start looking at it together like okay here's what you can do i my car's a mile down this trail at this parking lot, I will take you anywhere you need to go. He said, but this connector right here will take you back to the Appalachian Trail from this blue blue, uh, blue blaze, they call it, side trail, whatever. And so I'm like, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm not missing anything on yeah. this trail. I, will, I am not missing a half a mile, a quarter mile, nothing. Hmm. So I go down. I take this little connector. It takes me back where I'm at. And I see the Adventure Boys again, and they have gut hooks. And they're like, oh, well, your wife was just here, and, and I think she was... T- At that point, I was, like, freaking out. I was like, he got yeah, lost. Right? He got, like, I don't even know what... Eating I was like, is bear. he behind me? Is he in front of me? Like, I had no idea where he had gone. I was like, well, what if he doesn't know to, like, meet me at the road to get a ride? Like, it was just... Yeah. I was terrified. Oh, man. But, well, I don't think the fear had saw, sunken in yet, because they didn't seem... They didn't say you were really worried. They're like, oh, yeah, your wife is just here not too long ago and she was we made up our own like um parody songs with hiking mm-hmm. like i with think we were telling, stuff. Ra- yeah so at this point it was um 
I need a zero instead of I need a hero because it was a zero day saying you don't hike any miles. So it'd be, I need a zero. <laughs> Holding out for a zero at the end of my hike. And she was singing that song to these guys. And they were like, yeah, your wife is just singing that I need a zero to us. And I'm like, okay, well, she's not that far. So I am exhausted. I don't think I really have any food left at this point because we're going to resupply. I am go hiking as fast as humanly possible to and try to get like to this road one of the hardest days on trail too of course like was the one that he got lost and hiked more miles <laughs> oh, than he had this, to this was a, the fourth of july that's right it was the fourth of july yeah. so there's plenty of people around it wasn't a huge deal yeah but i'm start running into people because she started getting worried and telling people and they double take at me because they're like guy with a big black beard a gray shirt and a green backpack and look back Double take. <gasps> your wife, uh, your your beers, your burgers, your wife burgers. She's just uh, right up ahead. She said, if you don't make it to the road crossing by the time she leaves, <laughs> that you need to do this, this, and this. She's giving these people explicit instructions on what to tell me, you know. But, yeah, I couldn't communicate with her. And eventually, I got to the road, I think, was it 15 minutes before the ride showed up? Because wow. she had pre-scheduled a day ahead, or like it, it was oh, yeah, the guy was right there. That's crazy. But yeah, that day could have really sucked, but <laughs> it didn't. It didn't suck that bad. Yeah, close, close call. Oh man. Well, I got a couple other questions. I know you guys got to get going pretty soon here, right? Yeah, we got some time. So, uh, of all the things, what was the most physically challenging terrain you faced? Was it that? Uh, the, white the white mountains yeah just yeah. like the whole white mountains was just insane towards the end we were just doing a really really high mile days which also gets really grueling yeah. because in the white mountains you can't do that many high mile days i mean you're keeping your oh. miles down pretty low um but like towards the end we were doing like 24s consistently 24 Whoa, mile days day. yeah Man. consistently and so like that really takes a toll on your body too yeah. i mean you're waking up with the sun and you're going down like past this like you know later you know. we were losing daylight at that point too because it was you know october oh, and yeah. it was down south so like their days are a sh little shorter yeah not much but like you know you pretty much were go going down to like a 12-hour window of hiking when up north it didn't get dark in maine till like after 10 o'clock in, the, in the alaska July. right like <laughs> you're pretty close it's 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 like east coast alaska <laughs> Well, there's one other question I wanted to ask you. So what's one piece of equipment that you didn't bring that you really wish you would have? Honestly, we loved our setup. I can't think of really anything that I would have rather had than, like, everything worked out really well. We had little uh, air mattresses, like tiny little air mattresses. They're yeah. really, really lightweight wow. that we would blow up every night. I mean, that takes a lot of effort out of you. <laughs> blow up, like... Yeah, you're literally yeah. blowing. I mean, they're they're super thin, Seems so it's not so like, like oh yeah, it's totally a worth it. You're sleeping on like a pool floaty from the dollar. That's store. a little bit more like a hundred dollar pool floaty from the dollar. <laughs> yeah, store I mean they, these things are no joke, but um, yeah, I can't think of anything. Maybe a better headlamp for me. Um, my headlamp kept dying for some odd reason, but like other than that, we had really nice gear setups. Yeah, you pay a lot of money for this gear to be lightweight. So like, yeah. if I would do it again maybe like or another long trail i would just try to go slightly lighter but not that much it wasn't like uh you know like this sucks it was like oh we spent a lot we got a lot you know it's right huh. <sighs> that's pretty crazy so yeah. you guys you ended in 
like near Atlanta? Yeah, it was like an hour, two hours north of Springer. Springer Mountain. Or, yeah, yeah Springer Mountain's Atlanta. about two hours north of Atlanta. Now, you don't it, do you summit that? Yeah. Or it's quote unquote summit. Yeah, it's okay. it's not very. It's, it's pretty like uneventful. Nothing like up north. Yeah, Three thousand seven hundred some feet. Like that sounds to me, but it's gradual. I guess. Yeah, it's There's pretty no steep. You're kind of on a ridge for most of that, coming closer to it. Now, two things like Atlanta hated Atlanta. If you just got off the trail, a hiking trail with like this super tight knit, love everybody community, and, you, and everyone's so friendly and trusting of you, and you're like a celebrity because you're a hiker, and then bam, and then Atlanta. bam, you're in Atlanta where everybody hates each other, and <laughs> it's Nobody just trusts anybody. they don't trust. So our plan was that we were going to buy a car in Atlanta and drive it home. Now we did that, but. Getting like buy a car. Do not, not recommend. Car. Do not recommend. No. Don't ever recommend ever anyone ever doing that. But here's what we did. Okay, so we finished on Springer Mountain October 14th, and there's a couple with a baby there, and they're like, "You guys just h- hiked the whole trail," and we're like, "Yeah," and like, "You guys have been hiking for longer than this baby's been alive." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, that's pretty crazy," and we're like starving at this point. Like, we're like animals that you give food to, and they just like devour it. Well. These guys like had hallucinating, a, like you're a really nice person, Blue Antelope. <laughs> well, they they had like a picnic, and they're got like uh, baguette bread and blue cheese <laughs> dip and <laughs> avocado and egg sandwiches and stuff. And so they give us this food, and we are just like feral creatures, just diving in, just like <laughs> yeah. talking a- to each other while we're eating, handing an egg and avocado sandwich <laughs> back and forth to each other, literally, like just. And they offer to ride us into Atlanta. Well, this guy has like a 2020 um, Tahoe that's really nice, but he has to squeeze three hikers, his wife, a brand new baby, a dog, and all our crap into this truck. And it turns out he was the IT guy for the Atlanta Falcons, which was nuts. That, yeah, but that's crazy. The nicest guy, his wife was just—they're so sweet to us. They literally took us to Walmart on our way back so we'd get, like, a change of clothes because we had been hiking in the same clothes for months. And you only so- bring one, uh, two two pairs of clothes, one to hike in, one to sleep in. That's oh, literally God. it. Like, three oh, pairs man. of socks. I mean, if you're really minimalist, you're, like, carrying one pair of underwear. <laughs> no, yeah. but, like... Seriously, so, two pairs of underwear, two pairs of socks. In Vermont's just pulling on those crusty. I mean, gross there pants. are so many days where I had to pull on like wet clothes, and it was so oh, cold and awful. Sometimes it's just oh. wet from sweat. It's, yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. They're still wet from sweat. But anyway, the best he, is socks. He just takes going one inch oh. at a time as you worm your toes in there. <laughs> so bad. No, we haven't showered in five days, six days at this point, and he takes us to the Walmart. Right, I go in, I get like a pair of shorts and a shirt, real cheap. And I get a twelve pack of Voodoo Rangers. Of course, Voodoo <laughs> Rangers. Those are like nine percent alcohol for everyone listening that it's doesn't know about beer. And so we did have like a night out in Atlanta. Whenever we finished, it was me, it was her, and this guy. Oh. All you can eat. Yeah, we Our were buddy, all, you all you can, can eat, eat burgers and beer. Nice. <laughs> this guy, all you can eat, was like section hiking most of it. Um, so he would do like real long sections, and then he'd go back home or whatever. And he he did a little different, which hike your own hike, right. you know. But um. This guy liked to drink, and I like to drink too. So, like, we get to Atlanta, and like, I have t- Voodoo Rangers in the room. So, like, we're celebrating, we're crushing those. There was a guy we hiked with in New named Corky who lived in Atlanta, and he wanted to meet up with us. So, we were hanging out with him, and that was just a crazy, like, night party, whatever. Worst hangover I've ever had next day because I drank like 10 Voodoo Rangers, which is just rough. That is absurd. 
That's crazy. So, meanwhile, your body so is alcohol. just like oh, a it machine. Just needs, at this point. It needs just like plowing water. Through calories. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> fruit. What is this? Well, beer is mostly water. What have you done to us, Patrick? <laughs> exactly. So, the the plan from then is we got to go get this rental car, and we have to go to the ne- next because we had an Airbnb in uh, Atlanta that was like where we going to stay that night, and then we picked another one that was a lot cheaper somewhere else because the plan was we're going to look for a car right so on craigslist, on craigslist <laughs> in atlanta <laughs> talk about going from like a very simple life and just like living in the woods no work no like people around and just like very quiet and peaceful and then you go to try to look for a car on craigslist in atlanta georgia it was literally the worst experience ever um in atlanta you do not get a temporary license plate for private sales. So we drove all the way back home without a license plate and did not get pulled over. We got passed by like six uh, Virginia, West Virginia state troopers. I wonder how many of them passed you and was like, ah, oh, hiker trash. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, we looked really, really sketchy too. I mean, he had this gigantic, <laughs> gigantic black beard. Um, my eyes are sunken it. in, right? <laughs> all I, I just, we both just have backpacks and, and trekking poles, yeah. right? Like, yeah, I just look like, look just like I'm probably on drugs. I look like I'm probably. <laughs> doing some type of drugs or strung out on I'm picturing the picture of when you were eating that sandwich and whatnot in Atlanta when those people gave it to you and your eyes are legit rolled into the back of your head seriously though like his it's just like the funniest picture I showed them while uh, he was talking but it's just like the funniest picture ever and uh, but yeah then we got home and had to start getting back to real life it was they call it post-trail depression and i was yeah. like oh 100%. no 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 like that's not going to be a thing oh, i'm just a happy person real life depression you just yeah, yeah. that's how you normally feel yeah, yeah. You i feel was good like when you're out there exactly Welcome back. Going back to normal well i was like i'm a happy person like i'm not gonna be depressed dude it just hit like a ton of bricks and yeah. you go back to this like fast-paced like intense you know gotta find a job gotta find a place people to are live. talking about their 401ks and you're like i just spent a, <laughs> a, six months eating spam in the woods like, <laughs> but yeah it was just like go on you, about how hard this quarter's yeah. been for you <laughs> yeah seriously you just like miss all the people out there and like all the experiences but you're just so thankful that you got to do that now instead of you know waiting until you're retired which a lot of people do that which is awesome but i'm glad we did it before we bought a house and had kids and all that that's the way to do it i think it's a divide of there's mostly 20 somethings and then 50 60 somethings yeah there are very few 30s and 40s but they are out there we hiked with plenty of them and a lot of them were like married and they were able to just like hey you know this one woman her husband's just gonna work and stuff and come see her and they made it work but like a lot of them are grandpaps and some of these guys were so badass, like, <laughs> you know, they're just thinking about like a 60 something year old grandpa who's hiking up the same hills as I am with knees that are 60 years old. Like, yeah, man. Some like, these guys we looked up to them so much because like, yeah. I want to be yeah. in that great of shape when I'm that old. I mean, you saw some old ladies out there that were like hardcore and I was like, that is so freaking awesome. That person is crushing this mountain and she is five years older than I, <laughs> after I will have died. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> but yeah, it was just such an awesome experience. And I would honestly do it again in a heartbeat. I mean, we've talked about doing other long distance trails. There's other ones to do. So. Just do the but whole Oregon Trail. In the works. You guys aren't act. No, unfortunate. Unfortunately, no, we got other plans. Yeah. But um, got to takes more than a year probably to regather the resources and get that kind of time where I, you could take that off. There's like you know, if this happens, this is what we'll do. Kind of plans that we are serious about. But like. <laughs> 
And Biden winning didn't trigger one of those. <laughs> What's that? And Biden win- winning didn't trigger Biden one of those. Biden winning. You? Biden winning doesn't really do much. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. <laughs> like, oh man, another really really old guy's in charge. Yeah, like, aren't we lucky? Yeah, things. Are so nothing <laughs> active. Nothing no, it's so I have a a job I started that I can't really leave. It's it's a great opportunity. Imagine good their hear. reaction whenever you tell them, "Hey." I'm leaving again to go hike a trail. They'd be like, mm, you bastard. Well, it's a different truck dealership, but I'm a truck salesman now, so ah. it's kind of like a long game. Like, that's a job that people do for 20 or 30 years. So I probably will be that guy in this in his 60s, so long as my knees hold up and stuff. They won't that let is, you take six months off to go hiking? What a bunch of dicks. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Come on. Capitalism. They don't care about... <laughs> <laughs> They don't care about the happiness of their workers. <laughs> no, but they, they actually, when I interviewed, they were like, you did what? And I told them all about it. And I think that was part of the reason why they wanted me is they're like, this, well, guy's, like, this guy's nuts. If you're going to be able to accomplish something like that and be that dedicated to something, you're probably going to be a good worker. That you would know? be the first three-fourths of my resume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are all the places we ate. <laughs> Oh man, man! Yeah, right. yeah there's nuts. plenty of people who want to do it, and and if anyone who listens to this is that type of person who's been thinking like I, well, I, I wish, I wish, I wish, wish in one hand and shit in the other. <laughs> Start looking at what other people have done and how they did it, because most likely somebody just like you in your same situation had the same thoughts and figured it out. But there's absolutely, if there's a will, there's a way. Maybe it'll take ten years, but you can do it. Everybody can do this especially with the gear advancements that they've made in the last like 20 years. It's doable and it's absolutely worth it. Imagine pe- the people that did it in like the 60s and 70s. Oh dude, I could not even no imagine. Technology. There's there's a guy that he was the uh, the owner of the hostel in Gorham, New Hampshire. His name was Paul, I think. He hiked in like 74, he told us. And now he was a D- a disco DJ <laughs> in the early 70s and then I guess he went and he decided to through hike and op- eventually open up a hostel in uh, Gorham, New Hampshire. But, like, the guy was just the coolest guy, you know? Like, just such a badass. 74. They didn't even have, like, any real map. They had um, just, like, old-timey elevation maps that kind of told you where you might be heading. This is probably what it's like. (laughs) You would really run out of food, and they didn't have, like, decent water filters. So, like, Yeah. yeah. That was one thing I was going to ask you guys. It was all this app that you were relying on. You didn't have a Pretty hard much. copy in case that phone shit the bed. Honestly, like, no. Like what if you we should have spill in the mud. And I know. Didn't realize I know. The phone fell out. Yeah, we really should have. Like, we, I think we did have one, and then it got packed in with a bunch of books, and we were like, you know what? Forget it. Like, we'll figure this out, and it ended up working out really, really well. Dump the whole those time. learning rags. We're going up the mountain today. <laughs> But, like, I mean, it's really, really hard to get lost on the trail. And, like, honestly, the fact that Patrick did is insane <laughs> to me still at this. Like, I cannot believe he got lost. But, like, there's there's white blazes we can every couple of trees. So you're really not going to get lost. Like, if you get lost, you'll find your way back. Um, right. And the but, blue stuff is like a warning. It's like, hey, dummy. It just means you're going to a parking lot or a view or something else. So, oh, like, okay. in you my side trail, a like, side trail, my, my yeah. situation is I had known I was on that for at least a mile and I was exhausted. Just so double back. Yeah. It was a, do I turn around or can I get, you know, that, yeah. that's why it was yeah. an oh shit moment. Yeah, yeah, Most yeah. of the time it's like, oh, oh, blue blaze, turn around. Like, yeah. you just catch it right away. So, anything else, bud? You got any questions? No, man, I think that was a pretty thorough interview. It's 
an incredible experience. And I could tell, like, the way you guys talk about it, like, it was one of the most memorable things you'll probably, I'm sure, ever do in your life. It's I will one say of the this. most memorable things anyone would do in yeah. their life. The way you guys talk about it, that right now, in this moment, it makes me want to do it, but I know by the time I wake up tomorrow, I'm going to be like, no. Oh, I won't make it out of this room before I <laughs> Yeah. You guys could both do it, and your n- trail names would be Buds and Suds. Hell yeah. Who's Aww. Bud and who's Suds? I don't, I don't know. You pick. You figure it out. You can't give yourself a nickname. <laughs> That's true. Well, before we wrap up here, if you guys want to play a little game with us, I got a little something prepped. So I thought, like, America in this weird times, maybe we're due for a new motto. Like, from many one, e pluribus unum, like, whatever. We just, it's time for a fresh motto. So I'm just going to rapid fire run through these in your favorite. Trump Towers. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Okay. Can't we all just get along? Not my baby, not my problem. No, you shut up. Come for the freedom, stay because the cage is locked. Hitler, but worse. Freedom isn't free, but healthcare should be. Garlic knots are bust. Just keep shooting. Live free or die slowly of diabetes. More bread, please. These are all very good, by the way. Queer eye for the tiki torch guy. In conspiracies we trust. Or life, liberty, and the pursuit of Xanax. Ooh, man, I, I, I'm going to go with the garlic knots. And garlic knots are bust. Oh, the diabetes good. versus the garlic knots. That, that was knots. good. The diabetes. <laughs> what was the last one you just said? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of Xanax. Man. Okay, wait. Let me just say that New Hampshire's motto or whatever, their state slogan live is free live die. free or die. Beautiful. <laughs> what was it? Diabetes. <laughs> slowly right. I'm going to go with live free or die slowly of diabetes. I mean, it just kind of relates to the trail a little bit. So, yeah. Marcus? I'm going to say you shut up. Oh, that's perfect. pretty much that what it's been. Sums up. A, yeah. yeah. Three different answers. The country remains divided as ever. <laughs> Tara, Patrick, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for being our first interview. Thank you for having us. It's been great. I'm super excited that you guys are doing this podcast, and I'm super grateful you've had us on. So thanks, guys. Well, you know what they say. You don't have to be interesting. You just have to know interesting people. Exactly. How do you think Joe Rogan has got so far? Well, he is interesting. Your personality can just be your interesting friends you know. Yeah. (laughs) But real quick. Uh, you guys know anything you want to plug social media wise anything Ooh, yeah. like so products you, you really want, like you want to push if you want to look at our hike or if you want to ask us any questions you can find us on Instagram at flipflopperpat and then at divine d-e-v-i-n-e underscore hiker and that's where you'll find literally every single thing hiking related and then when we came back from the trail we actually decided to sell a backpacking gear product um it's a long-handled spoon, which is like the secret of the, like the. So basically, <laughs> if you haven't showered in five days and you've been, uh, you know, wiping with one hand and have no soap, <laughs> the last thing you want is your uh, hand to be very close to your food. And with a long-handled spoon, it's like nine and a half inches. You don't have to worry about that. So it was really a great piece of gear, and we decided that we were going to make our own. It's a little bit tougher um, than some of the other ones out there. It's like sturdier. And if you, like, did have to dig a cat hole with something and didn't have a trowel, you could probably do it with our spoon, although that's not its intended use. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's called the Genius Outdoors uh, Long-Handled Titanium Spoon, and then that's on Instagram, at Genius Outdoors. Awesome, and that's just the first of 
more many products. products. To come, yeah, right? we're we're working on stuff right now, but this was just like something to get us started, and honestly, something to keep us connected to the trail because we loved it so much. I mean, Jeff Bezos started selling books, and people hate books now. He's the richest man <laughs> yeah, in the our, world. So our, our spoon is also on Amazon. So. Yeah, All right, of Mr. Bezos. <laughs> Please don't take our spoon off of your website, Mr. Bezos. <laughs> you heard Patrick, you savages. You can do it. Get out there and start hiking. Peace. <laughs>